top, top. Top, top. It's your boy, Chad Visionary. It's your boy, E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'm Chad Visionaire. And shout out to Jamila with her own boss. Um, unfortunately, she could not be with us today. But uh, hey, Jamila, we love you. We'll see you soon. We love you, Jamila. Um, let's get right into it, man. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, <laughs> man. Y'all know what we're talking about. It's Top Hill's first anniversary. Yay, let's go. Yes, sir. We, um... We threw a celebration yesterday. Understatement. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was a real live party and um, and congratulations to Top Hill. You know, we came a long way, man, from the first episode till now. Yeah. We just kept leveling, leveling up each year. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the people that came. Um, it was mostly people that was on our podcast mm-hmm. and. Um, Man, we can't truly thank y'all enough, man. Y'all really made this event so special. And uh, um and we wanna um Yeah, man, we just thank y'all. It it was overwhelming yesterday. I mean when we was out, you know, talking about Top Hill to everybody and then for them to be able to get their testimony yeah. of how they felt about Top Hill and about us as individuals. I right. think that was such a beautiful thing. So, again, I can't thank y'all. No, thank you for the encouraging words. And, yeah, we're going up. We're leveling. We're going to keep leveling up. We're going to continue to support black businesses. We're going to continue to bring on black business owners here. Yeah. And we're going to continue to network and build each other up, man, because that's what it's all about. This is what Top Hill is all about networking and being the plug for y'all man like we have a heart for our community and y'all know what's going on um during this pandemic with the election just everything like police brutality i just feel like you know our platform we're using it for a good cause right because we're trying to uplift black owners Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs artists and it's it's something special so for those, you know, that don't, that's tuning in today that don't truly know about Top Hill, um, I advise you to, you know, go back. You know, we, we're on all streaming platforms. We're on YouTube. You know, all we do is support, man. I can't think of another podcast that supports the community like we do. Um, we're starting here in the DMV area. I think that's a good start. Um, they call PG County. 
Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, do do your research on us. You know, I think we got something special. Um, we got a good supporting cast. Like I said, thank you all again for coming to our event, and the event was amazing. I'm gonna let Imani talk, and yeah. That's all I have to say. Appreciate y'all. So a round of applause. Can we get a round of applause? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. yeah. we about to upgrade again. Okay. We about to upgrade again. Hey. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yo, everything that Chad Visionaire said, I'm just going to second that, man. Um it all started. Let me just say how it all started, man. Like, if you guys don't know the story, me and Chad, uh, we've been, you know, brothers ever since high school and um you know last year even before last year we always talked about how um we should record our conversations and stuff like that mm-hmm. we're never really into podcasting like that at first um but then you know one time we just had a, a conversation a long conversation about just life culture music and stuff like that over the phone and i, I swore like the conversation was like three hours long <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah, and I was just like, bro, we need to record this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea of just starting another podcast just was like, man, let's just do it. And um, it all started in uh, in Chad's office. We shot our first episode. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've just been consistent. And, um, you know, now just doing what we, what we did, um, we got the opportunity to meet, you know, Will, who's over... Quality Touch Studios and yes, big shout out to Will. Yeah, huge shout out to Will, and he he believed in our vision and what we had going on. So on the seventh episode, as yeah, well, too. He, yeah, on the seventh episode. So he was just like, yeah, man. So he he blessed us with um, providing us with the studio so we can just keep elevating, and um, and then from there, you know, we just we know what Top Hill is about. We we love having jokes and talk about music and the culture and stuff like that, but it's also about y'all. It's about the viewers. It's about um, the people who support us. It's about um, supporting each other. You know, what I always dreamed Top Hill to be is to be a network with bringing people together, different businesses, different side. Where, like Chad said, PG County is like another version of Black Wall Street um, and other parts of the DMV as well too. And we can really rejuvenate that um, in, in our area and beyond. So. Um, yeah, we just like to see people win, like truly, honestly, genuinely. Yes. I just love seeing people doing well. Um, and if people are not doing well, I, I want to be able to help. I want to be able to push them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to give them a platform to talk about, you know, whatever they got going on. Because, you know, sometimes people just need that little start. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I would hope to, uh, you know, give that platform to people um, in Top Hill. So. Yeah, one year done, man. One year done. Yes, one year. Episode one, 42. One amazing year, man. Amazing year, man. Like, I, <laughs> from the elevation from... If you guys go back and look at episode one. <laughs> yeah, right. Y'all, y'all get a chance. Go look at episode one on YouTube, <laughs> y'all. That joke is funny. That joke yeah. is funny to me. And and it's super inspiring, you know what I mean? Um, just to see how far we came already. I'm just so um, excited for what our future holds, you know what I mean? I, I see... I see some great things in, in coming up in the future. I mean, we already know, you know, we got we got some stuff. You Same know? here. Yeah. What was what was your uh, favorite moment yesterday at the event? Oh, man, it will have to be 
I mean, just seeing everybody smiling faces, man. Just seeing everybody enjoying themselves. But, um, you know, once again, like, it's, it's because it's for you guys. Uh, opening up the floor to everybody and letting them talk about their business and yes, why they're doing what they're doing. And, you know, even why they support us or um, Top Hill or us individually. It was beautiful to see, man. Like, I, I truly felt um, like people really um, care. People really... Um, um, Believe in what we're doing, mm-hmm. and you know, just the same way I believe in what they're doing. Um, I'm a fan of every single person that came into that um, came into that party yesterday. It was amazing, man. It was just simply amazing. I had an amazing time. Um, shout out to Chef Rhonda. Yeah, shout through. out, big shout out to Chef Rhonda. Yeah, came through, brought in some good eats. Um, just everybody there. Man. I don't. I don't want to start naming everybody. Think I'm gonna forget people. <laughs> but it, it was a. It was a big. It was a great turnout. It was a great turnout, and I'm just so appreciative for the people that that did come. Yes, thank you. I think um, my favorite highlight. I have a couple. Um, same with you. Like I like the um, people who spoke out. You know, talked about their business, and talked about you know, what Top Hill was to them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And even just talking about us individually, mm-hmm. too, I thought that was special. And then I I enjoyed the battle that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a Kanye versus Drake battle. Yes, sir. And for y'all that don't know about our music battles, oh, yeah. we do um, 10 categories. We pick um, random categories that we feel like, you know, that fits. Uh, the criteria um this time we did a little different because we're doing artists usually we pick any artist but this Mm -hmm. time we was doing drake and kanye and then um first the first half somebody was gonna be drake Mm -hmm. and the other half was gonna somebody was gonna be kanye and then we was gonna switch the next half right so it was fun man it was it was tough because these two artists and we always talked about doing a battle like this like Mm -hmm. Those, those two are the goats when yeah. it comes to music, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fun. I liked the responses. Like, when we were going back and forth, it wasn't just sitting sitting around, just listening to it. Like People, people were partying. They people were into it, yeah. yeah. And if you play the right song, like, we have a we have a clip that will, I think it's already posted. Oh, for real? Yeah, on our IG story. Y'all might want to check that out. That IG story and our page. But um, yeah, the, just to see the reactions of us playing a certain Drake song, a certain Kanye song, and just seeing them jumping around and dancing, I thought that was beautiful. Like that was the highlight of of the night for sure. Right. But yeah, that was yeah that was fun. Like like Chad said, um, you know we just kept going back to what we enjoyed doing, and we decided to do um, the top ten music challenge, but. We flipped it a little bit this time. You guys are aware when um, this whole quarantine mess started happening, um, you know, we didn't come into the studio. So me and Chad was like, I mean, this we got two options. We can uh, we can just chill out and do nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean, during this COVID, or we can continue to keep pushing our content and doing something. And we decided to do just that. We... Every week, me and Chad went up against each other, um, you know, with our music battles. You know, we, we came up with categories each week, went against each other, and um, 
no surprise to me. You know, it was pretty evenly matched throughout the whole time. Um, we did that for 10 weeks, and I think we gained a, a good fan base from us doing that. People really enjoyed that. Um, so we decided to bring that um, to an actual party in yeah, person. Live session. And um, people had a good, <laughs> like people had a good time. Like Chad said, there was some reaction to some songs that people. It, it was it was priceless, man. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Um, but yeah, Drake versus Kanye. I I will say that I I think that it was a little bit biased in there, but it, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, we got a lot of Drake fans in there. Shout out to the Drake fans that was at the party. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Drake fan, you know what I mean? Yeah, I am too. But I also res- respect Kanye too. But if you guys want to know the winner, uh, Drake did win 7-3. Um, yeah. Um, he shouldn't have got blown out like that. <laughs> yeah. It was, That's just proof that it was biased. It should have been close, in my opinion. So, um, just to let you guys know the categories, we did Best Intro, Drake won with Tuscan uh, Letter. Um, then we had Best Guest Feature, um, Drake won that uh, with Ashton Martin uh, Remix. And we had Best Record with OG. Um, I think Drake won that one too, hell yeah, fucking right. Nah. You won that one with yeah, uh, Niggas in Paris? Yeah, okay, remember Niggas in Paris. Okay. got hyped over there. Yeah, so, so Kanye won with uh, Niggas in Paris. Uh, best underrated record. I played Jodeci Freestyle. Um, I don't know. Do you remember what you played for I that? I think he won that one. Yeah, I think Drake won that one. Then we did Best Club Banger. I did Nights for What. And you played... Can't tell me nothing. I got that one. That's wild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we switched up. Um, we did Best Heartbreak Record. Um, I'm not sure which one you played... Uh, any Drake record would have won that one, apparently. Uh, what was this? <laughs> best Heartbreak record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you played Coldest Winter. I played Coldest Winter yeah. with Cut for Kanye. Uh, found out that people weren't weren't vibing with that album. I played Barber's Room, I think. Barber's Room, yeah. yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you have Best Record with Protégé. Um, I played All Your Fault, uh, Big Sean and Kanye. Yeah, they didn't appreciate that, but that was a great record you play. <laughs> and I played um, Party Next Door, Come and See. Come that see. joint was so good, though. Yeah, that joint, was red, that joint was lit. Best Eagle record. Um, I think Drake won that. Drake beat Kanye on the Eagle record, oh, Eagle, yeah. I was surprised that, on that one. That was, that was wild, y'all. <laughs> he played Power, y'all. Like, come on now. Like, oh, it can't man, go, man, get man, more egotistic that. than that. And the beat itself. And the bars, like I'm surprised at one. But I'm not gonna lie, you play Legend uh, for Drake. And yeah, 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 that's that's what song, I wanted bro. to play for the intro, bro. That's yeah. why I wanted to go first. That would have been good, good starter, everything. Tuscan Letter was still a good starter though, like yeah, yeah, Tuscan Letter. Yeah, either one, good. either one, I would have been. That would have been good choice. Motivational record. Um, you played too much. I was confused about that choice. Yeah, it was it was motivational to me. Mm-hmm. This. Not focus on the chorus, but the actual verses. verses. Yeah. Um, and then I went with Champion by Kanye, which I... I that was a good one. <laughs> That's how you know it was biased, because it was like, Champion is a really good motivational record. Yeah. Kanye has so many. Yeah, he does. Like, I would have played an underrated joint for that, too. Like, yeah. I, would, I had um, Break Me Down with the oh, song with Brandy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. one of my favorites. And then... Uh, there was another one. I was thinking Touch the Sky, too. I had Touch the Sky. Touch the um, Sky would have been a good one. He has so many. Yeah. And then Best Outro. Um, 
which record did you play? I play Views. You play Views. And then I play Last Call. I just went back to classic. Oh, they went with that one. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised too. But, uh, yeah, so that was that was a little recap of, of last night, man. Like I said, that that was just so much fun. We had a great time. Everybody that showed up looked like they had a great time. And, and yeah, man. Yeah, so man, it was that. it was great. Uh, I, I love the uh, energy mm-hmm. last night. There was, we said everything, man. It was overwhelming, um, an amazing event. And I can't thank y'all enough, man. So definitely gonna have another one next oh, year. Geez. I can't wait. It's gonna be bigger and better yeah. too. Cause we're, we're gonna continue to elevate, man. This is only the beginning. Like, yo, we had a lot of people like at my house, man. And this is gonna be a lot more people mm-hmm. so i can't wait i'm excited man um so yeah we celebrated two legends yesterday we celebrated top hill yesterday and uh another celebration man what's up the los angeles lakers won the oh yes yeah, so i was about to talk about that like yeah so we really we tried to play the game during the event because we had our event going on so we was kind of keeping up with it but when we turn the game on, <laughs> those niggas is losing by like thirty yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, we we I think we came in like during the third quarter and they like it looked I'm, like it we was, was like yeah this is over. <laughs> yeah, they put the nail in the coffin in the beginning. So shout out to shout out to the Los Angeles yeah, Lakers. I knew they was going to win, bro. But I didn't think they was going to lose that bad. Like I knew that LeBron was going to come in, you know, was going to go crazy. Yeah. That was wild. I'm glad they won. I felt bad, honestly, because, you know, the game before, you know, they, they lost by, like, you know, a, a, a shot. And did you hear that Danny Green and his wife was receiving death threats and stuff like that? People were sending them death threats, man. Oh, that's wild. Because of that missed shot. Not even, LA is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, bro, the world is crazy, obviously. But, like... I was like, yo, like, I understand, like, sport lovers. It's a game, bro. But, yo, y'all try to kill people because they're not playing well? Yeah, how about you get out there? Yeah, how about you try to, how about you try to, um, try out for the Los Angeles Lakers to see if you make right. the teams? At the end of the day, the NBA is a very hard organization to be a part of. Right. Like, it's once in a million lifetime, so I, I get it. He was getting paid to make shots like that. Like, that's what Danny Green's known for, making shots. Mm-hmm. But he's human. And right. <laughs> for people who play basketball on a, you know, on that level. Yeah, it's tough. Like, even if you play, like, we play high school ball. Like, we right. play high school uh, varsity ball. And we know how you can have bad games, you can have good games. You know what I mean? Right. Like, shit. Like, even Michael Jordan had bad games. Exactly. Like, y'all got to chill. It's a lot of pressure. It definitely is. Shout out Tavish, bro. What's good, bro? We see you live. But yeah, uh, shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers. And hey, shout out, congratulations to King James, man. Shout out LeBron James. I'm I'm, I'm actually happy for this guy because I think LeBron always got the respect outside of basketball. That's no question Mm -hmm. because I never see anybody had a clean slate like that when it comes to career. So. Mm -hmm. And just everything he does for the community and just being that perfect role model. Yeah, like, that's good, tough. He's, he's just, just a good dude. A good, good person. Yeah. Man. That's a good, a good human being. Definitely. But on the basketball side, he gets so... Yeah, you know, now looking at it, it's expected. Like, when you're that great, you're going to get mm-hmm. ridiculed for it. Absolutely. All the greats get ridiculed for it. But um, 
I'm just happy he's shutting the haters down. I don't care what y'all say, like, this, I know is the bubble he won this in, but it's still tough, like, coming out of pandemic and... It could be even harder. Honestly. Yeah, there's like, no fans to feed off the energy from. Like, yeah, it's completely different. And you really have to play ball. That's how I see it, like, because, um... Uh, Shout out to Scottie Pippen. He's a legend, but I just don't agree with that, man. He's just like, it's not the same. Like, it's just pickup ball. It's just like, nah, them, them niggas was balling. That wasn't just a pickup game, bro. So, yeah, no. I understand you're a legend, but I totally disagree with him. Like, they was balling. Yeah. That man is wild. But shout out to LeBron. Like, I'm super proud. This is fourth ring. And shout out to, uh, rest in peace to Kobe. I really wanted to win because of Kobe. Kobe like, yeah. I knew how special that would have been for LeBron and just for the whole for the LA. Lakers. Yeah, for yeah. the Laker franchise, Laker fans. Like, yeah. That's huge. That's definitely that's, huge. That's, that's really huge that it, that it did go down this way for them this year, and I'm happy it did. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope they win again. Yeah. It's going to be tough next year because you got Kyrie and KD coming back. Yeah, the KD. Heat, the Heat. Y'all seen how the Heat look. Like, because... Yeah. Honestly, and they were playing half injured too. Like they yeah, that's to, what I was about to say. Bro, like Jimmy imagine Butler's if they would have had their people. So Jimmy Butler is a bucket. Bro. He's, a, like, yeah, he's, he's going, a monster, bro. He, he's really good. Um, and and not to just shy away from LeBron, man. I'm gonna say this one thing. He's doing it his way. You know what I mean? So many people want to compare LeBron to Kobe, compare LeBron to Michael Jordan, and all these greats. But you gotta respect a man for kind of doing it his own way, his own lane. Definitely. Um, you know, one thing that I learned about Michael Jordan, that he was just a different kind of human being. He wasn't just a basketball player. If you guys watch the Last Dance documentary, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. Good. That he's he's just his work ethic and his mindset. He it made, separates him, bro. He made up stories to the press to get him hype to yeah. go out and beat people. Yeah, he's an animal. What? <laughs> He plays when people talk. You know what I mean? Like, he feeds off of that, and yeah. he needs that kind of stuff. So his competitive nature is just... He's Unreal. just he's yeah. just different, bro. Yeah. So, like, LeBron, I never saw that kind of level of, like, killer instinct. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be the one always demanding the ball at the last second. Yeah. Like, you know Michael Jordan, he's getting the ball. Right. Kobe, he's getting the, the ball. ball. You know what I mean? LeBron, LeBron's a team player. He's yeah. unselfish. He, he plays it. He plays the game his way. Right. And you gotta respect that. Yeah, and you know we're living in a new day and time too. You know, it, it took me a long time to uh, be cool with him leaving Cleveland. Yeah. To go to Miami. Same here. <laughs> to win a chip, and then go back to Cleveland, win a chip with them, and then go to LA. Like we never seen somebody a superstar at that level move around so many times. And win at three. Franchises. Winning three different first, franchises, yeah. First in history. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that is something that's to be said about that. You know, yeah. we're living in a different day and age when it comes to the NBA. It's not that, you know, team loyalty thing that we're used to. Yeah, you know it's what not I mean? like the back back in the day. And I get why they're doing it now too. Now that I'm 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 thinking more rationally, like, who cares about like playing for that team so much? You're play because I mean the team is basically run by a rich old white man anyway. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Looking at how the Bulls kind of carry, you know, Phil Jackson and and, mm-hmm. and, and the players. They kind of did them dirty. They did. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, shout out to the players who are like, man, fuck it. We go yeah. who we want. We're going to team up with the players that we want to team up with and win it with my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get it now. I respect yeah. I respect it now um, look, looking back at it. You know, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to the OGs, man. Just respect what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all just, y'all, I'm, when I get older, man, I'm not going to be that old guy like, well, back in my day, no, it's that's why I respect like somebody um, that embraces the culture, like the OGs. Like I know some OGs that do, like they yeah. embrace the youth. Yeah, and that's what you, that's what you have to do, man. Things are changing, and I like what Drake said in one of his songs. He was like, he said something about, I want to know how the greats will do it in this day and day and age. Like that's true. Like if you think about it, like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to disrespect the greats. Shout out to Biggie, Tupac. But think about it. Biggie had two albums, bro. That too. And think about it. Like, could he could keep up 2010 to 2020? That's a different era. Social media. That's, that's what Drake's talking about. So The internet. I did, when that line, yeah, that line he said was so profound because, like, he has a point. Like, could you, could the OGs, could they keep up with this era? And you got a lot of really good rappers in the 90s that's irrelevant right now. Right. That's a fact. Right. There's only a few. Jay-Z, Nas. That's, it's only a few you can name that I can count on my hand that's been timeless. So. Right. Uh, you're right, man. Um, so, once again, shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers for winning this chip this year. Um... We got some more to celebrate. I, I, I'm just hyped, man. We got a lot of stuff to, to be happy about and yes. to celebrate this episode. These last couple episodes have been kind of... I know, kind of sad and... Yeah, depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, now we just get to celebrate. So we're just going to keep the party going. I love this positive energy. Killer Mike. Yes, sir. Shout out to Legend. Killer Mike, um, along with Ryan Glover, who was... Um, who was the uh, TV founder to Bounce, and also um, uh, former Atlanta Mayor Andrew Young, teamed up together to create a black-owned virtual bank, online bank. And they have um, already accumulated um, $3 million to go ahead and get the bank up and running. Um, this This is huge, man. A lot of people don't understand... Why is it important to bank black? I mean, one of the biggest issues that um, black people face in this country has been the the wealth gap, yeah. um, separation between white families and black families. Um, they did a study. The median um, income for a white family is around eighty something thousand dollars a household. Eighty thousand wow. dollars. That's their median. Guess how much it is for the Latina community? How much? Thirty-four thousand. <laughs> Guess how much it is for the black community? Oh, you won though. Twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand dollars is the median gross income for black families in America. That's crazy. Whites are at over eighty thousand. We're at twenty thousand. People don't understand. That is a big gap. Obscene. <laughs> and no, 
It's not because we're lazy. <laughs> it's, Definitely it's, not. It's not because we're not hard workers. It's not. It's because we were systematically shunned away from wealth in this country. We were on the right path with the Black Wall Street going around the country after slavery. We were we were forced to do business with ourselves, and we were really really good at it because mm-hmm. we were already skilled laborers, and a lot of these things we developed this this these skills and was able to make money. We were doing really well. And then mm-hmm. we integrated. Then Jim Crow and redlining. And th- that, and redlining was, is another really evil concept. Black people weren't allowed to get homes in certain zip codes. I mean, even there were some cases where if a black family was to, to move into a certain neighborhood, the property value just went down just because of a black family moving in. I mean, I, I keep going back to Cory Booker um, and his family. Um, he, he talks about it on this show called Explained. It's on Netflix and it's on YouTube. Um, go watch that episode called The Racial Wealth Gap. So, Cory Booker um, talks about this on this show called Explained. It's on Netflix and it's on YouTube. Um, I highly suggest everybody to go watch it. Um, it really breaks down the racial wealth gap in America and why did, why we're going through what we're going through in a lot of cases. And he talks about his dad who saved up this amount of money and wanted to buy this home in this predominantly white neighborhood and how the real estate agent like tried to swindle him from buying the house. Like tried to tell him that house is not available, you don't want to move here because there's no black people here, you don't, like just completely try to shun him away from moving into this house. Cory Booker's father was really brilliant. He, he got a white lawyer to do everything for him, to go through the whole process of buying the home. And right when it came to the day for him to come and sign, Cory Booker's dad came to sign, and that person, he, they started physically fighting him in that house, bro, because a lot of the, a lot of the times, too, people don't realize they would lose their job to, to, if they sold these homes to black people uh, at that time, too. So they end up getting an altercation, but at the end of the day, Corey's Booker dad actually did um, get that house, and because he was able to buy that home, he was able to really start building um, wealth for his family, and it's because of that ownership of that house helped him um, make money and be able to get Cory Booker and his family into a better position. So racial the racial wealth gap is 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 really huge guys and banking is another big part of it because another thing is uh, these banks weren't giving black people loans at all. If you were trying to get a house in a certain zip code, no. Right. You're not we're not financing to those people in, in this area. So we're taking, he's trying to take that back. He's trying to do something about it his, himself, along with um, Ryan Glover and um, the previous mayor of Atlanta. So this is something that everybody should get behind. I love their message behind this. It's not just black people go and sign up for this bank. Everybody should go sign up for this bank. Yeah. The same way how black people get banks at Bank of America and Wells Fargo and all these other com- companies, stuff like that. White people can join this bank too it's a good bank you know this is this is where everybody's going to everybody's going into uh, online banking and stuff like that now they're they're kind of just pushing ahead of the curve like you could do everything from your phone you can 
you know, you have a checking, a savings account, you can deposit um, checks and stuff like that from your mobile phone, everything like that. You can pay bills. Everything is right there on your phone. You really don't need to go into a bank uh, like that anymore. And he also said, you know, you, you can have more than one bank, too. A lot of people are are scared to have more than one bank. It's okay to have more than one bank. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's good to diversify your portfolio. You want to be able to diversify your money. What happens if your account gets hacked one day and you're stuck, you won't be able to get your car for seven days and an emergency happens, you have no way of... Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... You just... I'm rambling. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um... I, I, I see that this is going to be successful. I'm already super proud of Killer Mike, and I'm proud of this whole initiative. I signed up as soon as I heard about it. Um, I it's a say, waiting list? It's a waiting list. I think when I joined, it was like 8,000 people in line. I think now it's like over 15,000. Let me see. Um, but the bank is called Greenwood. Um, you can find it on bankgreenwood.com. And even down to the name, the name Greenwood, if you guys don't know, Greenwood was the name of the black community in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where black, the original oh, Black wow. Wall Street. Okay. Uh, so they named it after the Black Wall Street in uh, Greenwood, which is super dope. Yeah, it's definitely dope. Uh, and, and it just, I mean, the website is clean, bro. It looks good. It's clean. Yeah, definitely. Um, let me see. Yeah, I like how simple they simplified it too. Yeah, it's, simple. it's not it's not too much going on. Straight to the point. Right. Trying to see. I might have to sign up for this. No, you do. You, you do you should. know if they have a? Um, all their board members are black. Did you look into that? Um, let me see about us. Well, these are the founders. Okay. <laughs> you know, Killer Mike, Ryan Coo- uh I almost said Ryan Coogler, but um, these three black men. Um, you know, one being the TV co-founder of Bounce TV Network, which is, he, he had a really great startup. Yeah. Uh, one of the previous mayors of Atlanta and Killer Mike. These are the three uh, founders right here. And he, this is their team. Okay. So you got Andrew Young, um, you got Killer Mike, and you got Ryan Glover, three black men. You see. Okay, here's the board and management team. Oh. All black. Okay, that's another <laughs> question. That's huge. Um, you look at the board and management team, it's all black faces here. Yeah, you know? that's what I like to see. That's, they 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 get it, man. Okay. Um, I, I expect nothing less from, from Killer Mike, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I might have to sign up tonight. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is just, this is beautiful, man. This is, this is amazing. I'm, I'm excited to, um, to start my account with them um, and diversify my portfolio and everything, so. Shout out to Killer Mike. Yeah, shout out to him, man. He's always doing big things. Yeah. He should be president. For <laughs> sure. He said he likes weed and, and, and the strip club <laughs> too much, so. Yeah, I feel him. So I, 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 I get him, I man. feel like Obama does it, too. Yeah. But <laughs> Michelle ain't going for that. And Killer, Killer Mike's wife ain't going for that either. They, she wants him alive, you know what I mean? So he, he's going to do as yeah, much as he true. can for the community um, and, and do it the best way he can. And I think, honestly... You could do more for the community doing stuff like this, freelancing. Like, we can't always look to the government to save us, yeah, y'all. Like, that's, a savior is not just going to come down and, and fix all of our problems. Like, yeah. we got to be able to understand that we got to do this ourselves. And we've been doing, we, we know how to do that. You know what I mean? We're very 
talented, skilled individuals, sharp-minded people. I mean, we built this country. I mean, look at our resume. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, enough about that. Uh, what else we got to talk about, Chad? You know, you already know what I want to talk about. Go ahead. Go talk about the music. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, before we get into the music, one more thing. Uh-huh. Um, we we support black people on uh-huh. every point of the world. It doesn't matter if you're here in America, if you're in Canada, South America, Africa, Asia. Um, if our people is getting oppressed, um, we we gotta address it and we gotta show our support, um, no matter where they are. Right. And I agree. Throughout this week, I have seen cries coming out from our Nigerian brothers and sisters um, with this NSARS campaign. Um, I didn't know anything about NSARS, but um, shout out to all of the Nigerian, um, um, you know, spokespeople um, and artists that have been pushing this to get it out to the world so we understand what's going on. Uh, people like DeVito, uh, WizKid, my man Burner Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Wale, um, just so many people um, getting it out there. So I sent this to you, Chad. I sent it to you because I wanted to read it just in case for some of our listeners who didn't know uh, what this is. So just to let you guys know what SARS is, um, SARS is the Special Anti-Robbery Squad in Nigeria. It's a police task force. They're put in place to protect civilians from armed robberies. But instead, they have extorted, harassed, attacked, and killed innocent youth. They are profiling um, youth and with nice cars, nice clothes, for just simply having an iPhone, assuming that they partake, partake in fraud or engage in any kind of crime, just profiling uh, people who look like they have money. Um, SARS will stop you, go through your phone, and force you to withdraw money from the ATM while threatening to beat or kill you. Um, they're known for blatant robberies while being backed by the law. So, so far, Nigerian youth um, began protesting back in October. A woman was shot for saying no to the policeman refusing his, his advances, while a man was shot during a protest. Um, so what it says you can do, use your voice on social media to inform the world about what's going on in Nigeria. For Nigerians in the, in the diaspora, use your voice. Our brothers and sisters are fighting, and we must fight with them. We must call out police brutality in Nigeria. Um, so that's wild, man. There is, um, corruption, um, in Nigeria and some other places in Africa, um, uh, which is like one of Africa's biggest, um, issues, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, basically some government or states, um, are using their power to get over on the people, which is just that it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, targeting people that look like they have money um, is wrong because you're, you're stumping, you're stumping growth. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you're hurt. You don't realize that you're hurting yourself. Definitely. You know, at the end of the day, you're hurting yourself um, when you do things like that. Um, it's got to stop. Police brutality. Period. Got to stop. Like um, this whole idea of policing. <laughs> I mean, just to see where policing... I saw a meme. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Um, you Have you seen the, like, where they are now uh, memes that have been going around? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, like a lot of people, like they start off in the DMs, like this is my first DM to this girl, and now here we are, we're dating. Oh, okay, yeah. Like that. So there was a meme of a police badge showing one of the first police badges. It was... Oh, yeah, I did see that. Okay. Yeah, you know, police were only put in place in America to catch slaves. That's mm-hmm. what police were designed to do. If you guys didn't know the history of police... Um, and then now, of course, they turn, <laughs> they're not just catching slaves, but I mean, well, I mean they kind of still are. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're kind of still doing that. So, um, yeah, policing has not really been working out too well recently. Yeah, so. um, we need We need reform. We need to be able to fix this issue. So, um, Nigeria, we're with you. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to use our platform to Definitely. shed light on that. Especially since we have Nigerian listenerships um, on top here. Yeah, we shout appreciate out to Nigeria. We love y'all, man. And SARS, man. Yeah, and SARS. Um, we don't need to talk about the debate. Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. the, oh, the vice presidential debate, that was boring. Uh, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No, Good I didn't for you. watch it. So <laughs> uh, I, I only watched it because I wanted to support uh, Kamala Harris. I heard she know. did her thing, though. Yeah, I mean, she. I, that was it. Was what was expected. Um, no, it was the complete opposite of the presidential debate. It was very civilized. I mean, they were complimenting each other. It was just, it was just, it was a civil debate. Mm-hmm. Even though Mike Pence um, was kind of nonchalant, not only nonchalant, he was disrespectful too because he went over his time all the time. Um, you know, he, he definitely spoke more, he spoke over the moderator. It was, it was really just, it was really bad. Um, and you know, whenever he wanted to talk, he, when he did not want to talk about a topic, he didn't want, he didn't just didn't do it. He's like, he's like, okay, that's a good question, but I'm going to go back and talk about this. <laughs> like he did what he wanted to do. So like he's under Trump leadership. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they both duck and die to a bunch of questions that, uh, people from the other side wanted to hear answers to. Um, one thing that I thought that was really nasty that Pence said, um, there was one question that came up about Breonna Taylor that she asked both. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that clip. Um, he, the moderator asked, was justice served in Breonna Taylor's case? And he went ahead and said that, you know, he his heart goes out to Breonna Taylor and her, and her family, but he believes in our criminal justice, justice system. system yeah. Can't, I can't fuck with that, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't say that in one sentence, and then in a couple of sentences before that, you were talking about how you and Trump were doing police reform. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you um, sign on Criminal Justice Reform Act if justice, if there's no exactly. bias in the court system? Then, you, then in the same sentence, they talk about looting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> So, I mean, you lost me there. I, I know they're playing to their base, you know what I mean? Because they're, they're playing to the base, but it, it's, it's nasty. This whole election is nasty, bro. It's really nasty. Um, so, and then, of course, the famous fly uh, landed on mm-hmm. Pence's head. That was, that was really the highlight of the whole entire vice presidential debate, which yeah. is sad that a, a fly landed on Pence's head. I thought it was ironic too that the fly landed on his head when he was starting to talk about that. That too It's just like the fly knew he was talking about some shit. And y'all so. know every time a fly land on something, he shits. And y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and <laughs> he was shitting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what else is there? So, uh, Trump um, miraculously feels better after um, um, being tested positive with COVID. Now he's not testing positive with COVID. So fast. So fast because he, <laughs> he's like, it's a blessing that it happened to him and yada, yada, yada. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Um, <laughs> um, and now, you know, Biden does not feel comfortable with doing the debate with him uh, this week, uh, the second debate. And, and Biden and the Democratic Party um, try to offer and say, hey, would you be willing to do a virtual debate? And Trump shot that down so quick. I mean, like, quick draw. <laughs> like, right. So they have canceled the debate uh, this week, which I don't remember a presidential debate ever getting canceled like this. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, as of right now, there still is going to be a third debate. Um as of right now, but who knows, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye. <laughs> you want to go ahead and talk about that real quick? Oh, uh, yeah, so Kanye, um, what did he give, like, a presidential commercial? His first campaign ad. His first campaign ad. Um, I seen it on Instagram. Um, he basically gave his slogan and his, his speech. Uh, what was the slogan? Basically, um, having faith again, something like 2020 that. vision. I think 2020 vision, have faith. It was something along those lines, but um, yeah, um, I love Kanye, man, but I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think he should just wait it out. I don't think this year it's not looking too good for him, but yeah. I do. We talk about Kanye all the time on this podcast because that's one of our favorite artists. And we do feel like he means well. Mm-hmm. But um, he does have a good heart. We all know that. Well, some of us that keep up with Kanye know that. But, he means um, well. He means well. But how he goes about it, people... Don't understand it. Yeah. Especially if you're not a fan of Kanye. You're going to think he's crazy or... He's being egotistic. He's not. You gotta think they, he's got to where he is now because of his willing to take risk and chances yeah, and to fail. But you know what I mean. People that don't keep up with him don't. They don't see that, and I understand that now. So honestly, the only thing that would keep me from voting Kanye is number one, he's not one of the main candidates, so I feel like it'll be a waste of vote. Number two, um, he's emotional. And I feel like you can't make decisions off emotions sometimes. I understand he's mean well, but when you're in a position like the president, I feel like you have to make more logical decisions rather off your emotions. But other than that, I feel like his views, if you do take a chance to listen to him, you know, he got video clips of um, him talking about his beliefs and what he could do. I feel like they're really great. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. The problem that I have with the Kanye campaign is that he has, he has a lot of good, you know, ideas. Yes, but all yeah. it is is the idea. There's no plan. There's no plan to action. There's no, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing to that. It's just vote Kanye because we want to make family strong again. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I need to know what are you doing? 
Like I I, I, I get that you mean well. And I would love to support somebody who's not under Republican and Democrat because as long as we're going to be under those two party systems, it's going to be, it's already decided. You know what I mean? What's, go, what's going to go down? So um, to have a third party win, I don't think we have ever had a third party president win an election for one. Yeah. I think it's always been either Republican or Democrat. And like you said, Chad, people... People are going to be too scared to vote because, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you vote for Kanye to vote for Trump because you're taking it away from the Democratic um, vote, which, I mean, you you could think of it that way. Um, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think Kanye is, is, is going about it the right way this year. I feel like it's, he's like kind of seesawing with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he kind of fell back on it on a little bit when he couldn't, get into all of the ballots. Now he wants people to write him in. Um, I don't see it happening, bro. I don't yeah. see it happening. Um, I think we're stuck with Trump or Biden right now. Um, I'm not happy with any one of our candidates, but hey, uh, the only... <laughs> when have I ever been happy with both candidates? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, one, one thing I could say positive about this election is that both candidates both have black agendas. Um, as crazy as it seems, though, and I've I seen Charlamagne talk about this and Killer Mike talk about this, mm-hmm. the Republican Party has a plan for black America that's going to put money in black people's hands, not minorities' hands, black people's hands. Mm-hmm. I need the Democrats to rebut that. Yeah, I need them to come up with a plan that's better than the platinum plan um, because there's a lot of good things in that platinum plan that are detailed, detailed ways of how they're going to put, where they're going to put money, how they're going to put the money there, what um, organizations that are um, detrimental to black people. It's, it's all right there. And, you know, and we read the Biden's uh, Lift Every Voice plan. It's very generic. It's very, yeah, you know what I mean? Very it's, it's very thin, if I might say. So... Um, Which sounds like they don't really have an agenda. Yeah. The way I see it. I I think they backpedaled on that as soon as they got Kamala Harris as the VP. Which, they're like, okay, I mean, we don't really got to push that hard for black people now. Because, hey, we got a black woman (laughs) as vice president. So, that's good enough, right, guys? Yeah. It's always been good enough for you. So, oops. (laughs) I feel like they had, they both parties had to have a black agenda. If not, then... This is the first time in history that it's actually yeah. that we actually had that an actual yeah. black agenda. That's wow. Like I said, because I, I just feel like they have to now, just because of everything that's going on. So, um, there's a lot of tension from both sides too. Um, this is gonna this is gonna be a really different election. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, it's different already. I don't. I don't want to speak. I, I'm really big on manifesting and saying things in my word. I don't want to speak what I'm thinking in, in, into existence. But it's it's not looking good. If either, if anybody wins, right. to be honest with you, if, if I've heard people um, speak on how they're going to be right, and I hope they're just people just just talking. You know what I mean? Because internet's full of people who just like to talk. But these people who are supporting Trump are violent. Yeah. There's some, I mean, I've seen, 
I seen this one guy. It was like two pro- protests that collapsed with each other, and this one guy, um, who was a Trump supporter, just got really angry and violent. He was a big white guy, like biker kind of person. And he was hitting women, bro. Like he was just going around hitting women. I'm like, bro. Like they didn't even do anything to you. Like right. you just want to be big. Think you could do that. Yeah, like bro. Like you're a, you're a big guy. You're trying to go up. You're trying to boast your chest and trying to assert yourself, and you're gonna hit women like because yeah. they don't agree with what you agree with. Like, bro, I think I've seen bro. that. That's 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 wild, bro. Yeah. That's wild, bro. Trump giving them that that confidence, that fuel, yeah. that, that disgusting fuel. Yeah, that's that's a scary thing to think about. God bless America. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. All right. Hey, at least we didn't start off with that topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't start that. My bad, guys. Should have used it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I think that's it. Is there? They always go to a serious moment. Like, yeah, we gotta talk about these serious matters and shit like that. Yeah, like, man, fuck all this shit. Yeah, man. I don't like politics. I could care less. I mean, hopefully, when this uh, when this election is over, we can get back to just to get back. You know. It's election yeah. season. Um, yeah, we'll be voting very, very soon. Yeah, definitely. All right. We got uh, one album to really talk about. Okay. I mean, there's another album oh, okay. we could kind of talk about. What's that? Uh, the Black, Black Boy JB came out. Okay. The album, I think it's called Fat Boy. Um, Memphis, Memphis rapper. Um... I really like Memphis, their sound, man. It's different. Um, y'all should know um, Drake is pretty much influenced by Memphis because his dad's from there. Right. And uh, he hangs out there a lot. A lot of his family's from out there, so a lot of time, to- a lot of ways, you know, Drake flows and the even the beats and people he hop on songs with mm-hmm. is very Memphis influenced. So. I, I recommend Black Boy JB if you want to listen, if you want to be, it's one of another trap type records. Like it's gonna get you hype. Okay. He got a couple of records like you could play at a party, you could play in your car. It's not one of those records you just sit back and listen to. You gonna learn something, <laughs> but it's it's definitely he definitely got some bangers on there. I recommend it. It's good. I like. Um, Hold on a second. I have to send it. Okay. You are now live again. <laughs> we live, baby. But yeah, um, I like the cover art. Um, once again, it's called Fat Boy. And Got the fat it, reminds Albert me, yeah, it reminds me of Fat Albert. Actually, it is Fat Albert. Yeah, it is. It just, um, you know, influence. It's repurposed. I like it. It's, it's dope. It's purple. 
and that trap theme to it. It looked like Fat Albert's holding a uh, stack of money. He got a gold chain on. He got the Air Forces on. It's tough. <laughs> but if it's if it's um, these songs, I like um, Money and Hoes. That song got G Herbo on it. Uh, I like the Stars ones. The first three songs, the intro hit hard. Like it's once you hear the intro, you're like, oh yeah, we already know what we're gonna rockin' with. Okay. I like uh, Chop Block with NLE Chopper. I like the joint with Trippy Red. That joint is fire. And yeah, bro, it's um like I said, it's just something to play if you wanna play at a party or in the in the car. Don't have nothing really much to, else to say about it. It's just like it's Memphis, okay. Memphis vibe. So shout out to Block Boy JB. I'm gonna go ahead and add this joke because I'm I'm gonna listen to it later. Um, yeah, his joke didn't reach my radar yet because I mean with Block Boy, obviously I only know him from the Look Alive song with Drake. Which is a banger. Like, that song alone made me want to listen to him. Yeah. And he had, he had actually another record, too, which actually went hard. So. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think they be they be sleeping on him a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I want to say he's an album. He's one of those artists. He's not an album person. But he got songs you could choose from that you could put on your playlist that would hit so hard. They just sleeping on him. So I'm going to definitely check that out. Um, What else we got here? Oh, Top Dog Entertainment. Yes, TDE finally um, coming out with some new music. Man, it's been a TDE drought, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, SZA dropped some. That, her, her single was hard. Yeah. What's yeah. it? What's it hit it different. Two? It hit yeah. different, yeah. That joint is a banger. But uh, other than that, they've been kind of ghost lately. Yeah, I, I think um, TDE, man... They're they're like one of the the groups out there, man. They're just really real, bro. Like I really feel like they're like really family oriented. Like yeah. A lot of them are. They know who they are. Yeah. They're very <laughs> they're very comfortable in who who they are. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't feel like they have to go out and please every single fan. Like yeah, like, they don't I, feel a mainstream like they're strategically trying to please the masses. It's right. like nah, TDE. This is our identity, mm-hmm. and you're gonna learn something from us. Right. That's what I like about them. And uh, this project was like a good, like, kind of TDE rollout, hoping that uh, we're going to get some more TDE music soon, because it seemed like at one point earlier this year, you know, it's like every TDE artist was dropping some music. Yeah. And they were making it seem like they were going to drop music every day or every week or something like that. And then they kind of just stopped. Tease. <laughs> what a tease. Um, yeah. But, hey, they got new music from their... Uh, one of the new artists, Reason. Is this his first project? This is or? his debut album. Okay. Um, this is his official uh, debut with Top Dog Entertainment. And um, we listened to half of it, and I'm already a fan of it, to be yeah, honest it with sound, you. it sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Um, it got all of the Top Dog heavy hitters on there. You got Schoolboy. You got Abso. You got Isaiah Rashad. And even though it doesn't say Kendrick's on here, you can hear Kendrick's voice. Yeah, he definitely contribute. <laughs> yeah, he definitely contribute like um, in there. So okay. Hey yo. 
Kendrick's ad-libs are gold. <laughs> Straight gold, bro. Yeah, I love Kendrick's ad-libs. Yo, they're they make the fire. Song. Absolutely. That Showstop song, like, that joke got me in. Then he got a record here with Ab City, which was, uh, like not Ab City, I'm sorry, uh, Rap City. Rap City, yeah. And the song right after, Fall. Oh, that was a vibe. Like that was said. definitely a vibe, bro. So, yeah, we did, I, I got to listen to the rest of this album, but um, I'm excited to hear the rest of this. We'll probably talk about this again next week or something. Or something. Yeah, we might have to get back into it, because what we heard so far, it sounded really good. Yeah. And it's definitely, um, you got to listen to the words. Like, I feel like they were more captivated than the yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trey Songz dropped an album too? Yeah, Trey Songz uh, dropped an album. Okay. Um, I know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Man, I'm not really <laughs> checking for it. Yeah. Drop Trey Songz though, you're a legend though. It's right here, son. <laughs> it's right here, son. <laughs> I like the go-go version better though. <laughs> right. Um, some singles, Trippy Red dropped a new single called Sleepy Hollow. For his um, upcoming project, Pegasus. That's your man's right there, bro. Hey, Big 14, know what the fuck going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> Trippy Red's coming, man. I'm excited. Um, I really loved his last project, Love Letter 4. Um, so I got really high expectations for his next uh, project, which is called Yo, Pegasus. I went back to... I slept on the album he came out with in 2019. Love Letter 4. No, not... I don't think it was last year. Maybe two years before. Yeah, it's, it's a white cover. It's just his head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know which one you talk about. I forgot the name of it. Hold up. I want to say it's like Matt and Dre or something. Oh, no, exclamation point! Exclamation! That joint. I slept on that. Yeah. There's a song. Go to it real quick. Oh, I think it's Immortal. Oh my God, that had me. That song is so good, and I always like Matt Ten. Yeah. A little baby, a little dude. Yeah. But yeah, um, shout out Trippy Red. He be putting out some good songs, bro. Good projects too. Yeah, he he he's like one of those new album people. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. bro, Love Letter Four is. I like that joint too. This is a good album, bro. I'm about to listen to this again. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I like Trippy Red. Um, but yeah, so make sure you guys uh, check out that uh, new record that he has um, out right now. I love the album cover. That yeah, that super was super hard. Uh, the record, like I said, is uh, called like Sleepy a movie. Hollow. Yeah, bro. Look like <laughs> like, like this, a cinematic Like movie. a poster or something like that, uh, man. Like, this would be perfect for, you know, once upon a time when we had concerts and, you know, <laughs> you go to a uh, concert and get a nice poster and put it on your wall. Oh, good old days. Um, <laughs> the good old days. I'm before chords, bro. I'm having concert redraws. I think that's what's going on. I just yeah, I feel it, bro. Like we were like, supposed to be in Rolling Loud in L.A. Yesterday though, it kind of felt like a little concert. Yeah, it was so so. <laughs> yeah, I miss it so much. Like uh, when we got the hopping and dancing, I was like, dang, I miss this feeling. So when they say it's safe to go out and go to concerts again. Would you go immediately or would you wait for the first batch of concerts to go by? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I'm about to... I'm probably going <laughs> <laughs> to go, bro. He said, he said, man, if I get it, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I miss concerts, bro. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you like yeah. that. I love spending my money. It's worth 
it's everything. Worth it for it, yeah. The experience. Like, literally, to me, it's traveling and concerts. They're like... Yeah, they go hand in hand for me. I've seen... Uh, ooh, I, I meant to send you this, but Afrochella. Um, they were supposed to actually have an event this year in Puerto Rico, but they canceled it due to coronavirus. They had rescheduled for next year in September in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And they're going to have, you know, all the big Afrobeat artists and stuff like that, but it looks crazy. Okay. So, um... That's your bag, so... Yo. You guys, you still got to send me a playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got Afrobeat. I'm not too hip, bro. Like, I'm just... I like Burner Boy. <laughs> that's, hey, that's a good place to start. That's, yeah. well, that's honestly, like, Burner Boy, like, really got me started. But this is another guy named Fireboy DML. Like, his his music is really oh, yeah. dope. Go ahead and send me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and send you this. Like, like, it's not done, but, I mean, this is a good little taste. Fuck it. I'm going to send it to you yeah, now. Um, if you add it, I still want to have it. Okay, I bet. Go ahead and share this to you now, man, before I forget. <laughs> share playlist. Yo, I love this MacBook, bro. Like, I never thought that I would ever own uh, a MacBook, but... Yeah, I, I love my MacBook, too. Only thing is, I, since I'm so new to it, I get frustrated <laughs> with figuring some stuff out sometimes. Oh, That's yeah. why I called you that one day. I was oh, like, yeah. hey, come over here and help me with this. <laughs> no, computers, man. That's like... Because I was, I, was so, I was an HP guy, like, since... Yeah. Ninth grade, so mm-hmm. when I transitioned to MacBook, I'm like, this is different. Even with the mouse, I'm like, I'm just used to click right, right on the right side. We about to wrap up anyway. Factory wrap up. Yeah. All right, we're wrapping up. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good episode, though. Yeah, man, this is just a celebration. You know, yes, top bills first anniversary. Year one down. Yes, sir. Year one down. I can't wait till um, these next. You know, I can't wait till the um, the next year, man. I think it's gonna be bigger and better. Bro. We're gonna elevate for sure. Oh yeah, that's that's on God. Yeah. Yeah, that's again. That's, that's shout out God. to the people that has been supporting us. Um, shout out to our sponsor, William Browsers, Quality Touch Studio, shout out Antonio Wayside, shout out to Carmen, and big shout out to Jamila as well. She couldn't be here with us, but we love y'all, man. And I, like I said, um, I'm here to go on this journey with y'all. We're going to elevate. Watch. Y'all seen us, man, from, from the beginning. To the seventh episode, we transitioned to the studio, to us adding Jamila, to us having our own commercial, to us throwing our own event. Bruh, we going. Yeah, we, we keep elevating. Talk, talk this shit, Chad. Keep going, bro. I like it. I like this shit, man. I like this shit. Yeah. We keep elevating, man. Just keep watching, man. Um, like I said, we're just going to do bigger and better things. So I love y'all, man. You got anything to say? No, nah, man. Bucks? Look, man, I'm, I'm about to get all these sound effects ready for you guys next episode. It's going to sound crazy. Yeah, man, that's another elevation. Yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to go ahead and hit the... New Orient Mall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when they use that. Hey, shout out to hey, the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, for real, bro. Yeah, y'all. I love that podcast. One of my favorites, man. 
Yeah, they're, they're super inspiring, and congratulations to them. They added, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but they have a new podcast. It's an all-female podcast that they added to the oh. Nobody Network. Yeah, it's on it's on their YouTube page. Uh, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, it has, uh, let me not even pretend like I know that much what I'm talking about. Let me just go ahead and pull it up. Uh-huh. Uh, yo, their commercials have been hilarious, too. You got to watch these. Um... We need the screen, man. That's what we need. Uh, <laughs> see, the thing is, podcasts. Oh, it's three of them? It's three of them. Uh, Bridget Kelly is one. She okay. was like a big regular one. Uh, the Joe Butter podcast before. So she has her own podcast with uh, two ladies named uh, Mandy B and Olivia Dope. Oh, I know Olivia Dope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's still Okay. So, yeah, shout out to Joe Budden. That was... Uh, um, a part of that, you know, he still has his pull-ups. He has that um, all-female podcast with them. He has his own podcast. Um, he has State of the Culture um, and everything. So I'm definitely watching that. I just yeah. love hearing women talk and seeing their perspective. Yeah, so. yeah, I th- you'll definitely, uh, I think, enjoy it. Then. But uh, yo, yo, but I know y'all said two weeks, man. It's been two weeks. I need to get back. I need to get back on a new episode. Uh, I know y'all haven't had a vacation in a long time, and y'all deserve it, but, yeah, we want to hear y'all talk again. It's a lot yeah, of yeah, happen. we miss you, bro. Yeah. Miss so. y'all. Um, but, yeah, man, other than that, I think that's going to do it for this episode, man. All right, man, this is episode 41. 42. 42, I mean, my bad. Don't, we're not going it's, backwards, Chad. Yeah, Stop my that. bad. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little, little liquor I got right here. But, yeah, this is episode water. 42. <laughs> no promotion alcohol. <laughs> right. Episode 42. I'm here with my man, E Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. Shout out to Jamila, her own boss. And check us out on all streaming platforms Spotify, uh, Apple. We're on YouTube. Just every, we're everywhere, bro. Title, you name it. But check us out. We love y'all. Peace. Peace, y'all. See y'all next week. <laughs> Top Hill Podcast. Um, take one, action one. Top, 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 and we bring you guys the top news in the culture. Top new albums and singles of the week. And top businesses. If you guys are interested in promoting your business on our show, just hit us up in the DM. Or you can go ahead and email us at tophillpot at gmail.com. All right, so check us out on any streaming platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Google. You can also check us out at YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Or you can tune in live on IG or Facebook to join the conversation. And this is Tom Hill. We out. Peace. Peace.